Waking up the Riverina, Witto and Herbie on hit. Wednesday night for you is wash off tan night. Uh-huh. Thursday night is tan night. Tan night Thursday, yep. And you do look good with your tan. Thank you. You've you've had lots of practice. How many years have you been tanning now? I think it really kicked off in my twenty first year. Okay. Just for the twenty first season. Yep. Yep. And that was really difficult because I played soccer then and the shin guards, because I sweat so much, would always leave a mark. So I had uh... to try and figure out ways to build the tan up again. Mm-hmm, so it mm-hmm. started then. I was a little bad at the start. Had to, you know, test a few different products. Yeah. Found the one that works for me. And I've got to say, I think I've, I'm starting to nail it. I, I think you might be nailing it as well because I've, I'm having a read this morning of some tan tips from tan experts. Yep. Fake tan experts. And I think you do a lot of these. I just want to Was it now that through. I tell you I wrote this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was consulted for this article. I, I know all about it. The first one is pretty obvious and I'm pretty much just going to give it to you straight away. But uh, mitts are life. You have to use a mitt when oh, yeah. tanning. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't <laughs> try and just, as a kid. <laughs> don't, did you try and slap it on with your hands oh, once upon a time? A, yeah. And when I used to get my brothers to do my back, they would use their hand too, and then right. they'd have the fake tan hand for ages. What about exfoliating? Do you oh, exfoliate? That's what Wash Off Wednesday is all about. So it's not just washing off, you exfoliate no, no, as well? all about exfoliating. All right, yeah. so yeah, you've got to exfoliate. And when you uh, found your favourite, did it take a while to get there? Yeah. Okay. It, so took, you... it took a lot of, you know, back and forth, because then you find it, and then a new one comes out, so you want to try the new product. Yeah. But I am a Bondi Sands girl. Okay. The moose, dark. Just keeping up to date here. That's one for exfoliating and another for... And Bondi Sands is Australian, so I keep it in the country. Okay, nice. Yeah, no, it's important because what they say is don't just settle for what your friend uses. No. You know, shop around, find one that works for you. Every skin, you know, adapts to a different tan. I'm learning about tanning here. This is good. This is good. This one I didn't know about. I'm wondering if you did. Moisturizing annoying bits, so like your elbows, <laughs> your elbows, the palms of your hands, soles of the feet. Uh-huh. Mm, wow, you're all over that too. Yep. What's the deal with that? Why do you do that? Because it's a drier part of the skin, so when you tan on it, it gets a bit darker. So it does, it takes away the natural look because you can see that their tan is fake. Okay, all right. And look, uh, you did uh, stay at my house for a while when you first moved into town, uh-huh. so I know this is a problem for you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> your sheets when it comes to uh, tanning. Yep. What, what's, a, what's a good way to wash the sheets? Because they've got a tip here. Well, I just wash my sheets weekly okay. and have lots of sheets handy. But there is actually a thing out that you can get to sleep in. It's like tansy, I think it's called. Right. And you put that on top of your sheets. And so they're really good to, you know, because that just gets tan, not your sheets. Well, and... they just mentioned nappy sand here, but the tansy thing sounds pretty fun too. <laughs> sounds like a sleeping bag. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it basically is, but for your tan. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. And uh, how do you avoid going orange? What's the tip there? The big tip that they say you should do? Well, you do have to trial a bit. It's trial and error. So I was orange when I first started tanning. Yeah, yeah. But it is finding the tan for yourself and not overdoing it. If you haven't tried it before, don't go, I need three layers. Do one coat and then see how it goes. And if you need to go darker, go darker. But you don't do this one. They say you should always wash off at the recommended time. That's how you don't go orange. No, I like to sleep in it. I know for a fact you sleep in it and you leave it on for a lot longer. And like a three-hour spray. Yeah, I'll push it to six. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy like that. And the final thing, how do you get to the middle of your back? See, I've just gotten flexible over the years. <laughs> I know people use a ruler and a mitt, but I'm like, watch me do this. Well, I've got aerobics. One of them recommends a wooden spoon. Yeah, you can. Apparently, that's the best way to get there. And you there. put a mitt on it and you can get there. Or you, ha- you ask your housemates, which I haven't done yet. Your partner, they're a good source as well. Yeah, yeah. Your co-host. Or if you don't have a do partner, it. a wooden spoon. <laughs> Widow and Herbie. Riverina's hit hit 93.1. Yes, this December, Big W in the Marketplace, the host of the Epic Toy Dash, and we have one spot for one lucky listener. But we're not just giving it to you, we want you to take part 
in our Hungry Hippos style. Yes, we're going to play it on Friday. Now, uh, you, the adult, has to play it. And then on Friday, if you win Hungry Hippos, uh, you've got a kid who's 12 years or younger. They'll do the dash. The toy dash. And yeah. so, yeah, you and a partner will do the Hungry Hippos, lie on a skateboard, you know, grab balls with a basket. It's all yeah. a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You excited. need to be good at skateboarding and good with a shopping but, basket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it's uh, the Big W Toy Dash is up to $1,000 worth of toys up for grabs for the Marketplace Wagga. They have all your Christmas shopping needs sorted. We wanted to call on the hit line 13 12 16 to get someone to play Hungry Hippos. we got Kate from Lake Albert. Uh, how's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, what's happening this Christmas? What are, what are your plans? Oh, just some time with the family. It's our first um, Christmas back in Wagga, so enjoying a bit of family time. All right, where you been? Uh, far north Queensland. Ah, ah, bit of a weather change. Yes. <laughs> nah, you're in a better place now. The Riverine is the place to be. Did you play yep. Hungry Hippos as a kid, Kate? Oh, yeah. It was the game to have. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we've got a pro on the line. Yeah. <laughs> this could be interesting. Professional. And, Kate, do you have a kid who's 12 years or younger? I sure do. Oh, ticking sure all the boxes. Here we go. Done, done. Well, you uh, are now going to play Hungry Hippos with us on Friday. Excellent. Widow and Herbie. I'm a bit of a tech guy. I love my gadgets. Always have it oh. since I was a kid. And you love your manuals behind the gadgets as well. Exactly. Where most people chuck them out and go, let me figure it out. You go, I already know how it works because I got the manual two months before I got the gadget. Actually, you know, y- yesterday <laughs> was a bit of a rare day for me. What did you I do? opened up the uh, the fairy lights uh, to put on the house it's last Christmas night. Christmas lights, yep, yep. Has a manual. Yep. And these are those interconnectable ones and yep. everything. So they got lots of warnings on them. I um, only, only briefly read the manual. I flicked through it. Very rare for really? me. Usually I'm front to back. Yeah. So, wow. um Yeah. Good job. It's a rare day. Maybe I'm changing. Mate, you're letting loose. But I do. I love a manual. I love knowing how things work. And I love, I love, uh, I'm a bit of a Mac nerd. Yeah, you like your Apple. I love, I love my Apple products. And mm. there's, there's a feature for the iPhone that uh, a lot of people talk about on Facebook at the moment. And I've actually told my family about, and I never really, I never really thought I should tell the Riverina about because it is a really it's good... It's a bit of a selfish thing. You've, you've kept it to yourself, oh, isn't No, it? no, but I, sh- I really shouldn't have. I should, <laughs> we should have spoken about this earlier because it's a great safety feature yep. on the iPhone for yourself or if you have kids that have an iPhone, maybe teenagers and whatnot because I think it's weird when I see tiny kids with, with phones. But anyway, yeah. that's a discussion for another time. I'm talking about this uh, safety feature that uh, discreetly calls police or triple zero. Uh, okay. If you're in an emergency situation. So, so it's not just you call triple zero. No, 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 no. So it, what happens is uh, if you've got the latest update on your phone, if you push the, you know, the lock button on the right side yep. of your phone, if you push that quickly five times, it'll come up with an option to uh, slide to power off or slide for SOS emergency. Oh. Mm, mm. So you don't actually have to unlock and, and you know, go zero, zero, zero and hit yeah, call. Yeah, because maybe you can't and you don't want to be loud or anything. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, uh, maybe you're in a situation where you're being confronted by someone, you feel unsafe, yep. and you just quickly put your hand in your pocket and you and you tap your thing, tap that lock button five, five times, times. quickly swipe, and then it, it, obviously they'll be hearing things through yeah, the phone. exactly. So what that'll do, that'll put you through to, uh, you know, the triple zero operators and uh, can really help you out get an emergency. Yeah. And then they'll learn your location and stuff from hopefully you being the able phone's to still being on. suddenly say Jeez, where that's it is. genius. Yeah, but it doesn't stop there because the other thing that's really good about this is there's the emergency contact list as well, which is I've set up in my iPhone, which you do in the health app. So what happens is when you push that button five times, if you set up the emergency contact list in the health app, anyone on that list, so I've got like my dad, for instance, and I, I think my wife and someone I'm else on, as am well. Am I on there? I don't, think, I... I don't think you are, actually. I can help you out. Is that awkward? 
a little bit like, I got your back. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what happens is when you push that button five times, uh, a message gets sent to anyone on that emergency contact list with not only the fact that you're in in trouble, but it sends your location, your GPS coordinates, which is really good. And then as well, if if your position changes, it'll update them with another text. That is so smart and so needed. Yeah. I can't believe. I'm so glad that you have brought it to not only my attention, but the Riverinas. Well, let's say, God forbid, yep. one of your kids was, was taken. If they've got an iPhone and they click that thing that- five times, you'll get a text saying where they are, they're in trouble. You can just go there. Go there. And then if they move, then it keeps updating location. And then if something does happen to the phone, like at least you've got something out there where they know where you were. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So it's a really interesting uh, safety feature with I the update. I recommend so- everyone to... You know, do that. I'll be doing that now. Oh, yeah. I've the set emergency it up. contact it's, list. It's very easy to do. I might put you on it, even though you don't have me. <laughs> I'll change it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put you on there. <laughs> I can just see you, though, out on a Saturday night, having a good time. It's like, oh, emergency thing from where? Ah, he'll be fine. <laughs> He's great. No, I'll check up on him later. Yeah, he'll be right. Widow and Herbie. Why is the sky blue? How's the housing market? Who will win the election? What is the meaning of life? Widow and Herbie ask the big questions. To little people. Talking topics with toddlers. Hey, Lachlan. Hi. And Hamish. Hi. Have you lost the tooth there, Hamish? Mm-hmm. Where did it go? The tooth fairy. Did the tooth fairy leave you anything? Money. How money? How much money? I got it a 100 money. Whoa. I got it in my wallet and I don't know where it is with all my money. Okay, so we should have a mission to try and find that, right, Lachlan? Right. So today we're talking about uh, Christmas and making gifts. Do you make gifts for anyone at Christmas? I make Christmas crackers. Crackers? Whoa. How do you make them? Just use a pancake. A pa- <laughs> Cooper, uh, what happens at Christmas time, buddy? And I give Poppy a pool. You give a pool? Yeah. Do you carry the pool to your pot? No, because it's too heavy. Okay, so... So did you build a pool for your pop? Yes. How big is this pool? Like 10 metres by 8 or something? Really big. Okay, so uh, who would make the better present, do you think? Witto or Herbie? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Have you given anyone a gift lately, Jude? Mm, The soldiers. Soldiers? Are they the ones overseas at the moment? Yes. And what's that? It's a reindeer that I made. And read what it says. Happy Christmas. I hope you have a happy, wonderful New Year. Love, Jude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a soldier's going to get that. It's shaped like a reindeer, and he opens it up, and it's got a lovely message inside. So that's very nice that you're giving people things. Yeah. Laura, what do you think is the best gift you can make? I'm going to make... I'm going to make... Um, I'm going to... I'm going to draw... I'm going to draw birth I'm going to draw a Christmas birthday present and I'm going to send it to mummy but I'm going to I'm on I'm going to put it with glue and I'm and then after that I'm I'm going to I'm going to put some water beads there and, and then I'm going to write and, and I'm and I'm going to write to mummy And what are you going to do after that Um Give it to mummy for Merry Christmas. Aww. Phoebe, what have you been doing today? Nothing. That's chilling out again. Chilling out again. It's a hard life, chilling, isn't it? Yes, it's too hard. I was just sitting on the seat and 
So, Maeve, if you could make a present for anyone right now, who would you make a present for? Um, Lele. Your sister? Lele. What would you make for her? A Barbie. How do you make a Barbie? Put a head on arms and legs and a tummy and, and a body. Getting arms and legs and a tummy and a head. <laughs> <laughs> Maeve, who do you think would give a better gift? Widow or me? Yeah. Phoebe, who would give a better gift, Widow or Herbie? Herbie. And Aria? Herbie. See, that's really sad, girls, because I've actually got a gift here for you that I made, but I'm not going to give it to you now. Mean boy, mean. <laughs> Widow and Herbie. And I'm back today. You're back, baby. Back. Had, uh, had four days off to drive to Armadale and back to go to a friend's wedding on Saturday. And it was really lovely. Lovely. It was great. Yeah. You know, once we got the drive out of the way, it's a long drive. So, yeah, it's a bit of a drive. Did it in one day. Uh, got up there on Friday, then Saturday the wedding and drove back Sunday. I just didn't get back till very late yep. midnight, so I wasn't going to come on air on Monday after it's that. Slack, if you ask me. Hey, <laughs> well, I was going to bed at one o'clock in the morning. There's no way I was getting up at four. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was a really great wedding and it was really beautiful. It's actually in a very small church chapel uh, in Armadale. Like, I'm, I'm talking like... There were 100 people at this wedding, yep. and they literally just fit. It was tiny, yeah. It was tiny, and it was really beautiful because there was actually no power to this little church chapel. Yeah. So it was all candles, all candle oh, lit. Oh, beautiful, yeah. Really, really beautiful. I mean, probably a fire hazard, but that's a story that's for another right, time. Yeah. Um, Nothing happened, so. No, everyone was fine. Yeah. Well, a, a little kid did knock over, one of the flower girls knocked over a, a table of candles, but they all blew out. And yeah, the, little ones. The, more, the bigger problem was the wax on the floor. But anyways, details. Um, they did get to one point in the ceremony, which made me kind of stop and think and get a little bit sidetracked there for a bit. Yep. You know the point where the celebrant or minister says, speak now, forever hold your peace? Oh, yeah, made famous in hundreds of movies because yeah. it's, you know, the love story, the guy didn't get the girl and the girl's marrying someone else. And yeah. then he, the guy rocks up to the chapel on the wedding day and he says, I object. Yeah. Yep. That's what happens in movies, but I've actually never heard of it in real life. Well, if you if you if you YouTube it, there are actually this does happen in does. real life from time to time, and it gets you know like where um, you know it's a wedding, and then like the the girlfriend of the of the the old girlfriend of the of the um, groom rocks up and yeah. objects and all this kind. Of, I'm still in love with you, and everything. It's like really or the bridesmaid awkward. speaks up and goes, "I'm in love with you." Yeah, it's like I'm wondering well, I'm it, has ever has that ever actually happened in real life. Well, it must have because it's a thing. Yeah. Do you reckon you could do could have done it? Say if you and Alyssa were just dating and then she found someone else, could have you rocked up at her wedding and objected? No, because if she's moved on, she's moved on. I would I wouldn't really object. See, I think I'd be I would, sad. I would one hundred percent object. I reckon. Really? Because if not, as I say, you've got to forever hold your peace, and I'm not good at holding my peace. I yeah. need to say everything. I would not sleep for the rest of my life. I'd think about it and stress. Oh. <laughs> Even oh. if they said no, we don't love you, I'd be like. At least I gave it a crack. Yeah. 13, 12, 16. Has anyone ever spoken up at a wedding you've been at when they say, speak now, forever hold your peace? Yeah. I mean, did someone just even just go, like, because at the wedding, I wanted to be like, yeah, you go, man, or yeah. something like that. Did someone do a joke? Yeah. And, and like, us, you oh, know, like, shut up, mate. You're ruining the moment. <laughs> it really didn't go down very well. So the number is 13, 12, 16. You can call right now. We'd love to hear your story of when did someone speak up when uh, yeah. it gets to a wedding and they say, speak now, forever hold your peace. 13, 12, 16. That's the number call right now. Widow and Herbie. And we got Monique from Mara on the hit line. Uh, so, what happened in that moment when, uh, when the you know the uh, celebrant or or, or minister, pastor or yeah. minister says, "Forever now, hold your peace." So, when the priest said, um, "Forever hold your peace," my niece she screamed out at the top of her lungs, "I have to pee, please wait." <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's adorable, though. Did everyone laugh? Yeah, but my sister wasn't very impressed. Oh, she was, no. Yeah, she was just like, you got to be quiet. Like, So the we- did the wedding stop and she got to go to the toilet or did she have to hold it? No, she, like, she was like one and a half. So she was wearing a nappy anyway, oh, so, so it was could... all good. Oh, yeah. okay. But they were like in the middle of toilet training and she was like, Mum, but you said if I had to go, you had to, I had to yell. I had to yell so you would hear me. Oh, that's adorable. She's only doing the right thing. She was doing what she was told, just bad timing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. Monique, <laughs> thanks for the call this morning. It's all right. Bye. Widow and Herbie. Out of the news booth into the studio, Cherie Coleman. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Uh, not much. Cool. Everything all right while I was away? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. We uh, we got by, didn't we? Yeah, Herbs? we got by. We managed. Had fun. Had fun. That's good to hear. Didn't miss you at all. (laughs) (laughs) Look, guys, it is coming to the end of the year, which means around this time of the year, you see a lot of lists come out of people of the year, best thing of the year, because, you know, it's been a year, so they can actually... Are they going to see the the traditional kind of like most used hashtags of 2017 and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. And then there's also words of the year. Mm -hmm. And so there's one that's come out this week by the Australian National Dictionary Centre. And they've chosen their word of the year. Pretty much no one's heard of it. Yeah. No one's heard of it. I saw this one. Kefevi? Is that the one that Trump tweeted? Is it that one? That, that weird one? No, no. No, it's not that word. It's um, quasi? 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 <laughs> I actually don't know how to pronounce it because I've never heard of this word, but okay. I'll spell it for you. <laughs> it's quasi. Quasi? Yeah. K-W-A-U-S-S-I-E. So K-W then Aussie. Quasi. What's quasi? Well, it's a word for a Kiwi and an Aussie. Fairly obviously refers to someone who is both of these things. Is this the international word of the year or just the Australian word? The Australian word of the year? National okay. Dictionary Centre has chosen their word of the year. Yeah, it was uh, a bit of a fizzle, wasn't it? Because uh, nobody, everyone's like, what? Does anyone call themselves a Quasi? I live with Poopy's a never heard Kiwi and he lives in Australia. Do I go home and go, hey, Quasi? I mean, maybe no one you should uses start. It. No one, no, it's not a word of the year. What a letdown. Quasi. Who was the brain master behind that? Imagine that meeting, the decision, guys, let's get all the words, the biggest words of the year. Was it Was it Barnaby Joyce? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Cherie. Well done. Probably was. Barnaby was the one that had the final say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just an absolute letdown. Yeah. But, you know, if you are a Kiwi and Aussie, you're a quasi today. There you go. You're the word of the year. Waking up the Riverina, Wito and Herbie. On hit.